Hello, friends. Welcome to the inaugural episode of the Two Birds, One Stone, an Arizona Cardinal podcast. I am Trent at Red Sea Trent on Twitter. Make sure to follow me. Um, and this is my brother, Garrett. And I don't mean brother in the term of friendship as it has come to be now that, nowadays. This is real brother. We came from the same, same human woman. This is my brother, Garrett. How are you, Garrett? Hi, I'm good. How's your day today? Uh, not too shabby. We're going to talk some Cardinal football today. So it's always a good day when we talk Cardinal football. Um, so basically what we're going to do on this show is a lot of just, um, we're going to try and throw it in at middle of the week, um, kind of recap previous, the last week's game, jump ahead and preview next week's game. Uh, we're going to talk about major storylines. We're going to talk about gambling. We're going to throw in our bets, um, just kind of follow along with the Cardinal season as it goes up and down and through the ringer um this show a lot we're going to talk about is week one and then kind of just go over their schedule um do a little a schedule prediction go through each week let everybody know what we think of each game um but to start uh garrett have you heard that we might have a cornerback dilemma is that maybe came across your radar so far yes it has maybe maybe have seen that um, you can go ahead and give me a nice little intro about my background as a corner. I could. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to get to that. Can you play cornerback for the Cardinals? You know, I, I know could. that in high school, you were just such a, what were you? Second team, all conference. Uh, pretty incredible. Pretty incredible. I don't, know why. I, I don't think you had to throw in second team. Yeah. I was all conference. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like I said, my phone line's open. Steve Kime, if you're watching, which we know you are. Um, my phone line's open. I won't say my number at live because obvious reasons, but yes, I'll come step in. I know there's a hole that needs to be filled and I can fill it. So Steve Kime hit my line, brother. So what the fuck, Malcolm Butler, we, we sign you, we give you some, hey, some nice hey. cash, some nice cash. And you just, you don't even make it to week one. I'm I'm not happy with you, but at the same time, can't be maybe mad. you're good. Maybe you're going through something personally. Probably Maybe is. I retract. Maybe I retract yes. what I said. You probably, so. should, you probably should retract. He probably, he's probably going through something personal, and we should not say fuck him because that's mean. I didn't say um, fuck him. I said what the fuck, and that's different. Oh. But also, so one of the things that there's there's uh, conspiracy theories abound about this whole thing. One of my favorite ones, because it's a positive outlook, is Marco Wilson was going to take his starting job anyway. So Mark yeah. – so, so Butler saw the writing on the wall. It was like, I don't want to sit here and on a one-year deal and and ride the bench. So I'm going to get out of here I while I can. He's still collecting a bunch of cash, you know. I don't really think he cares. He ha- he, lost- he sat in New England, didn't he? For for a little true, bit, which was odd. That when that whole storyline of him sitting in the but Super Bowl. I don't know. If I were him, I w- I mean, yeah. If I wasn't going to start, yeah, that would suck. But you have to think how much cash is to be pay him to just sit there, even if he did. I don't. Yeah, that's a good point. That's good. I don't. How do we th- feel about think- everybody else? I mean, if we're rolling out week one with with Alfred Murphy and Wilson, I guess as the top three, how do we feel? I mean, obviously not awesome, but I think it's exciting because. Byron Murphy is going to be a badass, which will help. And I think, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be pretty obvious early on if it's going to need to be addressed because the Titans yeah. have a really good receiving core. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm not, if I were to have a panic scale from one to 10, it would be probably a five. 
I was uh, going to say a scale. I was also yeah. going to say five. Is it that? That's the the brothers' intuition showing already brothers. for everyone to see. We are brothers. Yes. No, I would. It's yeah, like you said, you'll know right away. That's for sure. And another thing that kind of goes under the radar. Everybody's talking about week one and and how the the Cardinals are going to deal with the Titans' receiving core. Garrett, can you name a defensive back for the Tennessee Titans off the top of your head? No. Oh. Exactly my point. Thank you very much for playing along with me. Our quarterback <laughs> situation is dog shit, but so is yeah. the Titans. So I'm pretty sure the only person is Janoris Jenkins. I think I think we talked about this earlier. He is still on the roster. Janoris Jenkins is. That's the only one I can name off the top of my head. So as much as a handful we're going to have, t- keeping up with Julio and AJ. Okay, but you, and you also offense. have to realize that there's – what, 17 weeks in a season? So, yeah, Titans defensive backs suck ass, but who do we play oh, week yeah. two? <laughs> Football, this, the NFL season is here, so all we're already at this week-to-week mindset. I don't give a shit. I'm not even looking at week two, okay? Okay? Whatever. We'll get to Whatever. week two when we do this. Whatever. We're looking at week one right now. Okay, my friend. There will be points week one. There will be points. There will be points, and I just hope that we score more than them. So, I guess we'll move on to the next topic now. Uh we're going to talk about team captains were released today. We're going to go through like team awards who we think will be the offense player of the year, MVP, defense player of the year, comeback player of the year, and most improved. So we're going to go through the captains first. Um, so on offense, let's see, we had Kyler Murray, DJ Humphreys, Rodney Hudson, and D Hop. Is there any surprise anybody you think should have been added to that? Are you surprised Hudson got the call in his first year with the Cardinals? No, I think it's sweet because it kind of just shows, I mean, how much of an impact Hudson's going to have, which was his big thing coming in yeah. that I was excited about the most. Everybody's because, talking about, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, he's got – he's a veteran, and he's, been, he's really fucking good. So, I I mean, that's awesome to hear. Yeah, that's an all-pro I mean, center. Uh, yeah. What's ironic is the, the biggest names you argue that we added, I mean, A.J. Green is like, what, a five-time plus pro bowler, J.J. Watt, a – three-time defensive player of the year. Probably the biggest impact out of anyone that we brought in is Rodney yeah. Hudson. And you can say Absolutely. that most Cardinals fans probably didn't even know who that was right. a, a year or two ago. So it's it's huge. And like you said, that is awesome. He comes in right away. And it's it, all the, his teammates already voted him a captain. So um, D-Hop, it wasn't, he wasn't a captain last year. Surprising. I don't know if you noticed that or not. But second year at the team, He'll have the C on his chest. He'll be a captain. I think that's pretty cool. Um, what changed? What do you think I don't changed know. between Just them? a second, maybe a second year in the, in the system. And, I mean, last year he's brought in. We don't have a training camp. We don't have preseason. Yeah. So it's not like he could get in the building and really, like, yeah. assert himself as he did. Um, defensive side is the exact same as last year, as I'm looking at the names. We have – oh, not the exact same. We have a new name. So we got uh, Buda Baker returning as captain. I think this is his third year in a row. Uh, uh, Chandler Jones, captain. He's a staple. Jordan Hicks, surprisingly. He was yeah, a captain last weird. year, but kind of odd with the whole Zayman Collins thing. And then uh, J.J. Watt. So, like and I said, two new guys. Missing. I didn't get to that. He's special teams. And Gardecki. Dennis Gardecki. Dennis he returns. Rich, I love him. Dennis Gardeck yeah. comes back. Coming back from injury, he's going to be a special teams captain again. Um, 
But yeah, like I said, well, go Jordan Hicks. It's a little surprising. It seems yeah, like right, especially with um, I mean, Saban Collins was somewhat handed the job. On it almost night, so. I don't know. It almost kind of seems like a hey, we let the young guy come in and gave him your job. Here's the captain. You know, here it I is. Yes, but friend. I mean, at the same time, it's it's the players and coaches that are voting for it. So like, it kind of goes to show you like. Those veterans probably in the locker room don't give a fuck if you're the first round pick or whatever. Jordan's yeah. been here for a couple of years. He's proven what he like means and what his voice means. So he's voted captain again. A lot of the, this is an interesting thing that I've been saying. What if what if Hicks does still start? What if it's Zaven and Hicks and they play Isaiah kind of how a lot of fans wanted him to be played all over the place, maybe coming off the edge, yeah. playing nickel, you're gonna bump Byron outside. So maybe Isaiah's playing a little bit more than the nickel. Yeah, I, I wouldn't mind to see that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, get I feel much. like we could get to that for sure. Yeah, especially if we're so, gonna have problems in the in the secondary. Um, yeah. I th- I feel like it, it would help, and especially because we got fucked up real bad by tight ends last year. I feel like yeah. that's gonna happen. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like Isaiah will solve a lot of problems uh, yeah. later down the line. I think the main thing about that is you want your eleven best players absolutely on the field. Yeah. So let's are are you better off with Simmons and Zaven in the middle and then Byron outside and an inexperienced inside corner in the nickel? Or do you just bump Byron outside, play Simmons in the nickel, and right. slide in Hicks back in the lineup? I think right. that could be a better option. It depends on yeah, how what we I get agree. out of Gowan and and Marco, but it'll be interesting. Um but yeah Gardecki coming back fan favorite. Okay. I think he just he just had one of those, not a flight plan, but a feature the Cardinals did on him as he's coming back from injury. So make sure everybody checks that out. Such a lovable man. The long yeah, locks, just a I team awards. <clears throat> so we'll start off with offensive player of the year. I think the chalk answer is, is Kyler or Hop, but feel free to go with one of those. I'm going to go with Chase Edmonds because we'll get to early or later of like things we want to see like the team improve off of from last year. Just some kind of consistency in the run game outside of Kyler would be huge. It seemed like every time Chase got in the game last year, whether it's out of the backfield or just like the burst he showed, like I'm just excited to see him as like the full-time lead back. Yeah, me too. See what he gets to do. He's done his time sitting there, you know. It's his time to go. I've always been a big Chase. I think you are too. I've always been a big Chase, Chase guy. I'm ready for him to show what he's got. Yeah, you got a different uh, but yeah, answer. Yeah, I'm gonna my, my answer would be Kyler if I had to be because I feel like we're either gonna sink or swim with Kyler. It's all gonna be dependent on how he does. So, yeah, um, yeah. and I mean, I'm a Kyler stand, and I always will be. I would argue if the, he he won't be the reason we sink. If anything, it'll be the the line has injuries. Cliff continues with the the side to side throws. They don't. Well, I, I guess I'd say field. the I, I would say we'll go as far as Kyler can take us. I don't think yeah. we'll we'll do shitty because of him, but I think we'll just yeah. go as far as he can allow yeah. us to. And I think if you look across the top teams in the league, that's the all, I mean, every top team in the league has one of those quarterbacks. If at the right. bucks are going to go as far as Brady goes, the Seahawks are going to go as far as Russ right. goes, same with Packers chiefs. So, I mean, if you look at it that way, we're not in a terrible spot. Um, we'll go uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, you can go first on this one. I'm going to say Isaiah. Okay. I think Isaiah is going to pop, pop off. Okay. Um, From the middle linebacker spot, or is he playing all over the place? I, I want to see him all over the place. Um, I think – I honestly think what you said earlier is going to exactly happen. I think it makes the most sense, 
Like you said, yeah. you want the best players on the field. And yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like Isaiah is just going to pop off. Just say. force turnovers, makes plays happen. And he's the kind of guy that does that. It seemed like I mean, every time he was well, on the we field. Saw, yeah, we saw like last year, whatever <clears> happened with the, with the Seahawks uh, primetime game and he made a whole yeah. bunch of other plays. I'm, yeah. He's he's my D- defense. There's a, yeah, the Seahawks, the interception against him. There was a couple games down the stretch. I don't remember if it was the Rams or – it's one of those last games he wasn't in the whole first half. He comes in at the end of the half, back against the wall. They're on the goal line, and he forces fumble on the one-yard line. And again, line I, I, turn of, I like, think that that can be attributed to the no training camp came in at a really, really exactly. weird year. Yeah. I think this year he's really going to show why he was our number one pick. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go chalk. You went chalk the first one with Kyler. I'm going to say Chandler Jones. I mean, coming off of the last season, he didn't play at all. Got a lot of rest on them legs. He's going to come back strong. Especially you have JJ on the other side taking away double teams and all that kind of stuff. So I want 15 plus at a chance. That's what I'm going for. I agree. For. I 15 agree. plus I will know. get you team MVP yeah. on defense, in my opinion. I but, agree. Yeah. 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 So then um, we'll go. We'll go comeback player of the year slash most improved one of the two. Um. That's kind of a tough one. I am going to go out of a glass half full mentality and I'll go first. I'll go Robert Alford. That's what I'm going to answer with as comeback player of the year. This will be, I don't know what's that, what's that called if you miss two years in a row and you're back. Is that like, there's got to be a name for that. But after missing two seasons, he's going to come back and he'll be our comeback player of the year on defense. Strictly out of hope, out of hope, (laughs) because if Robert Alford plays well, that means we don't have as big of a problem in the secondary as everyone says. I have faith. I'm going to go with Robert Alford as, as our comeback player of the year on the defensive side. You can I'm pick say, or defense. I'm, I'm going to say fucking Dennis, dude. Okay. Dennis. Oh, coming back from injury. Dennis yes. is, is getting a lot of shine on the show today. Yes. Yeah. I want Dennis. I think I, – I don't think he'll get a big role uh, at the start of the season, but as the season progresses, I feel he's going to be a nice compliment um, yeah. to the defense. I mean, injuries happen. What did he have? He had double-digit sacks last year. Like. Yeah, come off come when Chan played. You can Google that for me. You can fact check me, but I'm always right when it comes to things like this. And I'm fairly certain he had double digit sacks, which is pretty incredible for a guy that nobody knows his name outside of Arizona. So right. So very cool things. Um, and then rookie of the year. I almost want to go similar to my Alfred answer and go with Marco Wilson. But I'm gonna go Marco as well. Yeah, well, I'll pick something different, but you go ahead. I'm going Marco. I think Marco's going to fill the very big hole that we have. Um, I feel like he's kind of going to get the same treatment that Byron got um, last year where he's kind of just thrown in and I think he's going to do well. I don't know. I just, just from what I've seen in preseason and everything like that, I just, I feel like he's going to, he's going to be a solid two. He's an athletic freak. And to think he fell to us because he threw that LSU player's shoe across the field. Got and fell down the draft boards. What a steal. I will go with my rookie. I'll go Zayden first round. Because, I mean, the, he'll – out of the gate, obviously, they're expecting a lot of things out of Rondale. Zayden's playing. Right? He's a starter. They, that's the right. way it's going to go. He's going to be the most – he's going to have the most on his shoulders going into the season and throughout the year. So, everything looks good so far. I mean, he seems like the instincts are there, the pursuit to the ball carrier – like play recognition, all like the, the things that like you can't like teach to, yeah. to guys like coming has, out. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like it's all there. 
25 yeah. looks weird as shit on a run button yeah, linebacker. I, I hate it. That's I hard hate all the single-digit numbers. I hate, <laughs> I hate the two on Chase. I hate the, what is it, three on Buddha. I hate all of it, but yeah, whatever. Three on Buddha. Yeah. I, it'll take some good use to, but I think some of them are kind of cool. I think four looks 10 times better than 85 on Rondale. I, like I know you disagree better. with me, but. I like 85 better. Four is your number. So now we get to what everyone came for, this, the win-loss prediction. This is what we're The season for, prediction. This is where – this is where the money's made. All these dumbasses preseason just just talk. Hey, your team's going to go thirteen and four. No, your team's going to go six and eleven. Everyone watching, guess what? Nobody fucking cares. It's never right. It's never right. It's almost always wrong. Except so ours. Except ours, baby. We're here. We're ours here to right. give you the hard hitting <laughs> analysis breakdown. Fucking the real one. Okay. The absolute unbiased opinions is what we're going to give you. Right out the gate. Listen, everybody, so. throw everything out the trash can. You came here. This is what you're all here for. We're here for these schedules, and ours is going to be the best. <laughs> Understand? All right, continue. <laughs> all right, we're going to start off week one. We alluded to it. Tennessee Titans in Tennessee. Noon kickoff, Central Time. Or Central, everyone. We're St. Louis. So, noon Central Time. Garrett, what do you think is going to happen? I think it's going to be a shootout, like you said earlier. Um, I think we're going to go in a halftime tied, and then we're going to win by forty-eight points. No, I'm forty-eight just points after being tied at halftime. That's I mean that's I mean it's possible. Nothing's no. Impossible. It's going to be it's going to be um, a shootout, like you said. But um, you said it was at noon. It's at noon. It's too early for Tannehill. Yeah, he won't be woken up yet. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, no, like I said, high-scoring game. We'll score higher. Week one win in Tennessee. Start off our playoff push right by going in and beating a team that's been to the playoffs two straight years. 1-0. 1-0. Week two, we go, we come back home. We're in Arizona. Uh, we host the Vikings. Patrick Peterson's in town, our good old friend. Patrick, Patrick Peterson. Peterson. Who has stirred up no problems at all since he's left? Has he even mentioned us? It's kind of odd. No. I didn't hear anything. Um, oh, wait, he win. has. Yeah, we're going to win because they have Patrick Peterson and he sucks. And it's a it's revenge be, game. It's yeah, all it's, revenge it's game. It's going to be a revenge game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And it's not like he's going to he's gonna stay on one side and hide from Hopkins so he doesn't get exposed, I'm yeah, sure. But yeah, straight up. Anyway, okay, 2 0 heading into week three at Jacksonville. Win. Jacksonville uh, sucks, 4-4. <laughs> 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 their defense couldn't handle Jameis in that preseason game, and those were their starters. So, uh, anyway, okay, that's 3-0 and heading into week four. We're going to L.A. We're going to Hollywood. We're playing the Rams. Welcome to the NFC West, Matthew Stafford. Here's an L. How about that? How about that? Take this L, bitch. How old is Stafford, hate. what, 47? I think 47, maybe 34, something like that. Somewhere between 34 and It doesn't matter. He's old as hell, and he's been in Detroit. I honestly forgot he was in the league. Win. Go on to the next. W. Okay, so now we are sitting at 1, 2, 3, 4, and 0, heading into week 5. San Fran, welcome back the Niners. We were their home. We rented them out of our stadium at the end of last year. Come back, Niners. Come back and take this kick in the ass. Yes. Won't you? Is Jimmy G still playing at this point? Yeah, that's the thing. Is is Garoppolo Um, playing at Week five is Garoppolo still playing? No. 
okay, so then we're going to fucking beat the shit out of Trey Lance. I mean, we're not going to let a rookie quarterback come in and, and beat us. Absolutely. It's, that's never that's happened amazing. before. We've done that. Never <laughs> okay, so that's, that's 5-0 and oh, heading into Sunday, October 16th. We play the Browns. Uh, Kyler versus Baker rematch from a couple years ago. That'll be interesting. The Browns are going to be good this year. I think the Browns are going to be good this year. But they're going to lose that week. Suck. You think they suck and they'll lose that week. That's fair. Because they're the that's Browns. Fine. And they are the Browns. And we're the Cardinals. <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> we're gonna win. So that's a W in Cleveland in, uh, in a sunny October, in a sunny October uh, evening. So then the next week we come back home. We got the, we got the Texans. <laughs> we would never lose at home to the Tyrod Ta- Taylor led Texans, would we? No, Next. that's a win too. One, two, Next. three, four, five, six, seven, and oh, as we go into a Thursday night matchup with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. Are we worried that we lose our perfect season at this point? I think it all depends on uh, when they record Jeopardy that week. If it's that's on a fair that, point. What, what is that, a Thursday? That's a Thursday night. I have no idea. I'm not a Jeopardy guy. I know people have been talking about it a lot this offseason. I have no idea what Jeopardy I'm is. I'm sure, it, say, I'm sure it airs on Thursdays. Yeah, exactly. Um, I feel like Rogers is going to be preoccupied. Jordan yeah, he's going to be busy. Um, that's a win. Next. Okay, so we – a huge Thursday night primetime win against the Packers as our undefeated season keeps rolling. Teams are starting to talk. Can we pull it off? Can we go 17-0? They're looking at the forecast. How hard is the schedule the remaining of the season? Can they do it? Is this team better than the 08 Patriots? Who knows? Time will tell. We head into the next week as we go to San Francisco and play the 49ers again. And as we said, it's probably still Trey Lance, even though we kicked the shit out of him the last time we just played him. Maybe they went back to Garoppolo at this point. Maybe the rookie has lost all confidence after the first matchup with us. Who knows? But I'm going to say – at this point, their season is crumbling, and that's another win for us. As, as, as you said before, if you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Yeah, so that's a fair point. So then they have none, and you can't win football games without a quarterback. So that's a win. Without a quarterback. Five, six, seven, eight, nine. 9-0. And this is the, the most worrisome game on the schedule as we head into this week, 9-0. The Carolina Panthers come to Arizona, and we never can beat the Carolina Panthers. Even in fucking Madden, I buy Madden 22 for, I never buy the newest Madden, but I go out and I buy the newest Madden. I'm undefeated at this point in Madden. This isn't real life. I beat the shit out of the Panthers, 42 to 21 or something. I go to my home screen and it counts it as a loss. I score more points than them and it still gives me a loss. And it seems like that's how it happens when we play the Panthers in real life. So this is the one I'm most worried about, but it's Sam Darnold and he's still got the Jets stank New York garbage on him. W, I would think, right? I agree. I agree. Uh, For sure. So that's a win as well. So 10 and 0. This is the the greatest start in Cardinals history. 2015 Cardinals start 8 and 1, whatever it was. The the Super Bowl team in 08. This team is the best team in in team history. Or 10 and 0. I can You can't argue. You can't argue either way. You can't. No, the numbers don't lie. I mean, Kyler's about to run away with the MVP at this point. It's already his, I think, at this point. But it's a long season. There's games to go. So now we play Seattle for the first time in Seattle. It is a, a 3.30 kickoff in the Pacific Northwest. Maybe it's a little rainy. Maybe it's a little wet. But we've dealt with that before. Kyler has went 
to Seattle and beat him his rookie season. That's that famous Brent Hundley game where he led that comeback after Kyler goes out with injury. That was a win. Can we do it again, Kieran? I agree. I think we can. Um, I think at that point in the season, Russell Wilson would have already climbed the mountaintop of he would have already been on a sharp descent down into losing all of his MVP votes. At so this point, maybe this maybe the Seahawks are eight and two. We're ten and they're eight and two. Maybe the division is still up in the air, but this is that time of the year. <laughs> Russ is here and Russell roller coaster. Boop, 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 boop. Bang! And we stay oh, yeah, and we stay on the incline. We just keep shooting up. So yeah. we're eleven and zero. Yes. Now we get a bye week. We get a bye week. We get to sit back, relax watch the rest of our division play and probably lose, but we're 11-0, so we don't even really care about what their records are. We're going to win the division anyway. Sunday, December 5th, we go to Chicago to play the Bears at noon. Justin Fields in at this point, and that's another rookie quarterback we're not going to lose to, I would think. I agree. I feel like he has Andy Dalton stink all over him after sitting that's back. That's true. He's been around. Cool. Yeah, and he don't stinky. He's a stinky. <laughs> nice guy. He's a nice guy. Yeah. He sucks. <laughs> 12 and 0 heading into the Rams come to Arizona. Second time playing the Rams. Beat the shit out of him the first time. Matt Stafford's either 34 or 37. Thoughts. Matt Stafford isn't ready for the ready for the Arizona Heat. I don't think. I don't think he can handle that. No, absolutely not. He um, certainly never beat the Cardinals. Arizona before. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely not. So that's a go ahead and W for sure. That's another W. So now we're sitting at one, two, three, four, five, six. I apologize for the listeners. I keep losing track of the numbers in my head. One, two, three, four. We'd be 14 and 0. 14 and 0. Thank you, compadre and co host. 14 and 0 as we go to Detroit and face our nemesis of the last four years, Jared Goff, who just kicks the fuck out of us every single time we play. I'm this close to giving us a loss in Detroit. Talk me out of it, Jared. Um, okay. I'll set the scene. December in Michigan. It's going to be cold. Jared Goff, as we all know, is a pussy-ass, bitch-ass Cali boy. Can't handle the cold. Sure. And I do know that they do have a dome, but you have to understand you have to walk from your car to the dome, right? Correct. Sure, yes. He's going to be outdoors at some point that day. And that little skinny bitch will, will freeze up like a damn popsicle. Yep. And then when yep. Chandler Jones is going to snap his, his ass fingers will be brittle and his toes will also be brittle. Yes. And they're, so they're going to win because of his, his freezing toes and fingers Absolutely. from his walk from the, the parking lot to the stadium. I couldn't Absolutely. agree more. I couldn't agree yeah. more. So we're 15 and 0 at this point. P- poke the hole and poke the hole in that. You talked me off of the edge. <laughs> I was this close. <laughs> 15 and 0. So now we Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas, Garrett. It's Christmas. Did you know that? Thanks. Merry Christmas no, to you. We're Thanks. playing the Colts. We're playing the Colts. It's Christmas, Christmas morning. We're sitting around all day waiting. We just opened Santa's gifts and the Cardinals play at six o'clock. That evening against the Indianapolis Colts. Welcome in, Carson Wentz. Welcome in, old man T.Y. Hilton. Welcome in, all of you, Frank Wright, all the Indianapolis Colts into organization. And take this Christmas loss. How do you feel about that? I concur. Carson Wentz sucks, dude. Remember? Hey. Yeah, he does. Change of scenery, though. I do think that people forget. Carson Wentz was good for, like, what? seven days or something yeah Yeah. Um, but yeah he sucks so i don't even know if he'll be their starter at that point i think sam ellinger will be their starter at that point that'd be hot he was actually playing in the preseason pretty well before before he got hurt but okay so that's another win we are we are six 
15 and 0. We're 15 and 0. We're on the brink of history. No one has ever gone 17 and 0 in a regular season. This would be the first 17 game regular season ever, and we could go undefeated. That's pretty incredible. We're going to Dallas. Another another Kyler homecoming affair. I think it's weird that we're playing in Dallas two years in a row. I don't remember the last time that that's ever happened, but you seem to disagree with that. I, th- I don't feel like we played the Cowboys that much the last few years. but I feel like we play them like all the time, like every year. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Weird. It's a but difference of opinion. Here's, here's a couple reasons why we're going to win that one. A, Kyler does not lose in that stadium. Yeah, he's what, what that like Dallas? 100 that and 0 all time? 100 Kyler and 0 all time. Kyler doesn't lose in that stadium. B, that's week 17. So at that point, you're either going to have a Dak Prescott injury, uh, gainage of 50 pounds by Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah, um, something's going to go wrong. So I mean, they're they're a, vying. They, they, they may be vying for the number one overall pick. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see what happens. Maybe they're, maybe they're, they're sitting on their players and they want to they go get that Oregon pass rusher that's going to go high in the draft next year. Who knows? Fuck the Cowboys. They suck. Seriously. On to Seattle. And we're at home for Seattle. It would be Seattle standing in the way of history for us. Yeah. That's what would happen. Russell Wilson and yeah. Pete Carroll are standing arms crossed in front of the finish line. Who's going to mow them over, Garrett? Who's going to push them aside and bring us home that undefeated regular season? Buda Baker's going to spear him right in the fucking head. Boom! Yeah. No 15-yard um, no penalty. Absolutely not. Not if it, not if it's against Pete or Pete Carroll. Um, but I uh, that's a win. I don't really know what else. I mean, we're what sixteen and zero at that point. Holy shit! Um, we just went undefeated. I cannot believe it. We just had hey, the first undefeated season since 08. Oh my babe, god! Babe, babe, bring in the champagne. We went undefeated. Come on, come on, baby. <laughs> Holy hell! We just went undefeated. I can't believe it. And now we get the bye week. We're the number one seed. Run the table with the Super baby. Bowl. Undefeated Go season on. doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean anything if we don't win a Super Bowl trophy. So who cares whatever we just said? We could go nine and eight and make the playoffs and still win the Super Bowl. Who knows? That brings me back to this is horseshit to begin with. Hey, this one was real. Everyone <laughs> else says it's horseshit. This one was real. This, this one, was, one was real, though. <laughs> All right, so we're going 17 and no book it. Good shit. Yeah. Uh, we'll get a little more serious as we go to the next topic. Let's talk about things that we like actually want to see the team improve upon. Like from last year, I had a few bullet points noted down. I kind of talked about Kyler or uh, Cliff and like the horizontal, horizontal, <laughs> horizontal passing game a little bit earlier. Let's stretch the goddamn field. Let's use the weapons yeah. that you brought in. You got Ryan Rondo Moore now, a deep thread. Keep swearing by Andy Isabella. Use him. Send him on some goes. Let's stretch the field a little bit. You have the pieces to actually do it for the first time in a little bit. So I want to see improvement there. Um, The one that I would want to point out is, I think you said a little bit earlier, is any sort of run game. I think it'll be exciting that when Chase is finally the number one numero uno back, um, I feel like he's going to take advantage. And I feel like it's going to go well for him. Like Kyler had – Kyler had over 800 yards rushing last year. Cool. Good night. I don't want to see him have over 600. Like, I, I don't want him to have to carry see, that. Load. I kind of disagree. I want to see when him he gets the ball. I want to see when he gets in the red zone. The, he, it's, it's, it's too good of a compliment to not use. You know what I mean? Like, sure, Kyler sure. can throw the ball. He's shown he can throw the ball. But if, if you only want him to just throw the ball and not use him at all in the running game, 
I, I feel like that's misusing him. I feel like he like half of his half of his his game is using his legs and making keeping the, the defense guessing. You know what I mean? That's what I 100 percent agree. But I didn't say 100 yards. I said 600 yards for a quarterback is still a lot. He's still running around making plays with his legs. My only counterpoint to that is I was agreeing with you all that whole first half of last season. This is fantastic. Kyler's running all over the place. He's got damn near double-digit touchdowns in the first half of the season on the ground. Great, great, great. Primetime game against Seattle, bangs up his shoulder. We don't see the same player the rest of the season. Like, yeah. my number one but, thing is I, mean, I want to see health. Like, And that's part of it. I, Take away those carries. That, let Chase do it. I yeah. I get it, but you have to also understand that's football, baby. You know, people get hurt. Um I just smart feel like it, I don't think it'd be smart. To, it, it would be smart to take away. I mean, arguably what he does best, you know, uh, run the football, make plays whenever nothing's there. You know what I mean? I yeah. feel like that they should kind of put all faith in him because he I, I think he's one of the best at avoiding hits and sliding and absolutely but, the ball away. But I, I, I feel like it would I feel like it should be at this point. Kyler's been there. He's shown what he has, what he has done, and what he can do. And it should be up to him. Cliff. Cliff should trust Kyler at this point. You know what I mean? He should trust him to be able to make a smart play, not get hit. Or if he wants to run, run the ball. If he doesn't, then don't. You know what I mean? Well, if if you want that, I can use. Kyler was quoted like, was it last year? He was like, "I'm I'm a pocket passer. That's what I want to be known for. I can win games with my arm." And like, he doesn't. I don't think if it was up to him that he would be calling as many designed run plays. And I'm not saying he's scared of it or anything like that. Nobody wants to get hit though. My only argument is if, if you can get five yards of carry out of chase and another four out of James Conner, and you don't have to use Kyler right. as much yeah, in between, in between the 20 and the 50, once you get into the red zone, that's, I think that is Kyler's best trait that he yeah. has is his shiftiness from the 20 on to the yeah. goal line. It seems like any carry that he he's he's gonna he has a chance to score. If he doesn't every single time, he's just so elusive in the open field. Yeah, so I agree. From keep it up from there. Let him do a, a read option with an RPO in it from the twenty on every single play because I trust him one hundred percent when it comes to that. Um, I talked about it earlier. The defense like forcing turnovers. The defense was not bad last year. It was a lot of bend not break. It was a lot of they'll move the ball from the twenty to the twenty, but we'd hold them to three or. We'd 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 bend, but we wouldn't break. A lot of times, fuck that. I want turnovers. Like I want yeah. like to change the game, not keep us in the game. Yeah. If if you are if people online are complaining about the offense and all this shit, okay, defense go win games for us every once in a while too. Like it can happen. There's there's arguably as much talent on defense now as there is on I offense. Agree. So I f- I feel like that's to be expected with the, with the people. I mean, with JJ Watt. I mean, yeah. whenever you have with with Chandler being back with JJ Watt being here now, I feel like that will come easily. Yeah. You know, that's going to be huge because it's going to be all Which about it's pressure. Also gonna, it's also going to help out our secondary with with all the pressure they'll have up front. Exactly. So I mean, that's I've, yeah, that's what they're banking on. I mean, well, I will say I was pleasantly surprised with our defense last year because some people forget mm-hmm. that going into Week One we were like the last ranked defense. Yeah. In the league, right. Yeah. Um, it's so crazy how fast. Surprised. It's crazy how fast people changed yeah. on Vance Joseph. That first year, you talked about the tight end thing. I don't think it was as bad last year as it was the year before. Yeah. The year before, I, mean, I think we gave issue. up. I think we gave up like 
1,300 yards and like 14 touchdowns yeah. to tight ends. Yeah. Like it was atrocious. I think it was one of the worst in league history. But the way I think, I think Cliff and Vance are a part, kind of a part of this. Like these guys inherited fucking terrible, yeah. terrible team. The units on both sides, offense and defense, a little better, better the next year. And then we'll yeah. see what they do here. It, the progress is there. We, it has to, you have to let it keep building. But it's and a fast-paced league. I mean, you, you, you true, see baby. that with, with all the It's true, baby. What, is, what does NFL stand for, little brother? Not for long, they say. Not for long. Classic. Uh, let's see what else. Um, I had secondary receiving options on mine. You can have D-Hop kept, catch 120 balls and 1,500 yards. Who else is going to make plays for you besides him? Uh, obviously, you'll say Kirk. We'll see what happens with Rondale and if AJ can stay healthy. But – I think the pieces are there for somebody to emerge. We'll just see yeah. who it is, but I'm I'm the least worried about that. I think yeah, that's I agree. Out of those options, that's going to take a big step compared yeah. to what we had. Um, all right, so we'll talk about now. Um, I have a few a few bets that I have picked out for specifically the Titans Cardinals game. Um, so in Let's see. I've got the Cardinals money just to win outright is plus 135. This is a parlay. So that's the first leg. Cardinals to win the game, plus 135. And then uh, both teams over 19 and a half. So I said, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. That's a pretty low number to bet that both teams are going to go over 19 and a half, score at least 20 up. That's minus 167. And then uh, the Cardinals over 24 and a half points. I think if they're going to win the game and both teams are over that 20 point mark, then they're going to score over 24 and a half. That's the betting logic I have in my head. The game like, Oh, if my first two legs hit, then this one's definitely going to happen. So that's a three leg parlay uh, Cardinals money line, both teams over 19 and a half and Cardinals over 24 and a half. Uh, 20 bucks is going to pay out 120 bucks. So that's a, that's a pretty good return on investment. Money, baby. And, and I don't think that these, none of these things are out of the question. So I like that one a lot. I don't know if you had um, another game that you liked this week that you wanted to talk about. Um, no, not really. I was just kind of, I was I was just looking at the Cardinal stuff, and it was mostly just the, the points, and then basically everything that you said. So, do you remember I, the, what the point was? What's the? I don't remember what the total over under is. I don't remember either. I'll look it up real quick. Um, Go ahead. So I would. To see. I'm gonna guess it, and if I hit it on the head, you owe me five bucks. Is that fair? I swear I don't. I swear. I mean, I've I've seen it, but I don't. I have feel it like close. that's not hard to do. <laughs> fifty four and a half. All right, that's a pretty high over under. I'm gonna guess fifty four and a half. I would just go by Obata. Fifty four and a half. Yeah. Um. Let's see what we got here. Great podcasting. Great podcasting. <laughs> um. Boom, 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 boom. We're gonna try and do this at the over end of every episode. What uh? What was your fifty four and a half? Fifty two and a half. Oh shit! I don't. I don't know you five dollars. I feel like that seems kind of. I feel like that seems high. Fifty two and a half. It's very. Yeah. High. Yeah. I feel. Like that's that why I didn't high. touch it. That's why I, I just did the two total points. And of but course, um, you can't bet the under. Can never bet the under. You can't have never, to bet the over. Can never bet the under. Life's too short. They say over at at Barstool Sports. Um, I. It's the first game of the season. It. I said the Cowboys are going to suck. I don't actually think that. They're getting Dak back. They're going to be a lot more healthy. The line on that, do you want to guess the line is for tomorrow night? It's in Tampa. 
Cowboys at Bucks. If you were to guess the line, um, Bucks are favored by what? I think the Bucks will be favored by six and a half. It's eight. Like that's really? a lot, is it not? Am I crazy? I that seems like I a shit ton of it. points. I mean, do you really think that Dak's going to make that? I mean, he's yes. going to make an impact, yes. absolutely. But how atrocious that team looked last year. Do you really think that Dak you, is going to be able to, to flip the script that, yes. that much? Yes. Do you know that no player has thrown from 450 yards more than Dak Prescott has in a season? And he did it in the first five weeks last year. He did threw for 450 yards three times in the first five weeks. Like, yeah. he was coming from behind a lot. Dak's a good quarterback. He's a good player. Yeah, I agree. I'll take Kyler every day. But – He's, he's going to make a big difference. I think eight points is a shit ton. They get younger and better on defense with Micah Parsons. I don't know. That's a, I don't think they're going to win the game, but to give up a whole eight points, a, more than a touchdown, that's a lot. Um, so oh, I took I that. I took Cowboys plus eight. That's minus 110. I wouldn't touch that, um, I don't think. Okay, you're a pussy. Um, I'm going to say Bucks first half money line. So I'm still betting on the Bucks. That's In the first half, uh, they're minus 275. So – they're going to be winning at the half. Um, so I got plus eight, minus 110, Bucks first half money line, minus 275. And then I have Cowboys over 20 and a half points. So they're, I don't have them winning the game. I just have them scoring. I have them 22 to 28 or some shit. Yeah. Not even going to say it's a super close game. The Bucks might have it in hand. But I'm going to take the eight points, and I'm going to take the over uh, for their total points. So um, the total on that – Parlay is 20 bucks to win 70. So I'll take that every day too. Plus, I'm just happy to lose money again. Let's just do it. Take my $20. Let me give a shit about this game by putting a little money where right. my mouth is and we'll play on from there. Right. So that's our show, Garrett. Do you have anything else you want to add for the people before we sign off this evening? I'm just excited. I hope you guys are as excited as we are. It is here. It's, it's finally it here, here, bitches. It's finally yes, here. Sir. Follow along with us all season long. We're going to try and do this one time a week. Um, follow us on Twitter at Two Birds, One Stone Podcast, um, at Red Sea Trent on Twitter, Garrett at Bird Gang Cult on Twitter. Let's get his numbers up. Let's get his numbers up. Let's get him above 100. Let's get over, <laughs> over triple digits, baby. Let's see what we can do there. Please. Anyway, thank you for watching, everybody. Be a friend, tell a friend, as Pat McAfee says. Um, let every other Cardinal fan you know about us. Let's try and uh, let's interact as the season goes along. That's what the whole thing's about. We want to grow the fan get fan base and uh, get to know everybody. So, so thanks for watching. Go birds. Thanks.